People of 1944, the year it absolutely is. Welcome to the Dale McMickle Theater. Unfortunately, our regularly scheduled host, Tech McMurphy, is injured or maybe dead. In his place, the owner of this theater, for the first time hosting ever, go easy on him, give it up for Dale McMickle. Hey, hello. Uh, hi, um, 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 I'm Dale McMickle. Dale, you said you had this, Dale. Uh, just, just, you're not, just shut up. Um, as you, as you may have heard, uh, Alexa say, uh, our regular host is out tonight, and, uh, uh, here I am. <laughs> so how's everybody doing tonight? How's everyone doing? <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, that was pretty good, but, uh, I think we could do better. Oh, How's everybody that? doing tonight? Oh, wow. wow. Oh, very wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, uh, welcome, and thank you for coming out. Uh, Dale, introduce June. Oh, introduce June. oh uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the piano tonight, we've got uh, Hiko Zhu. Wonderful. Going, yes. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. And uh, our, our, lovely, our lovely vocalist, thank June you. School, Nick. Oh, thank you Ladies and gentlemen. Dale, you're doing wonderfully. Uh, th th thank you. Um, so uh, if we could uh, just interview a few of you in the audience. Uh, how about uh, you right down there at the end? Right, uh, That's oh. an easy one for June to get to. Right at the end here. Oh, what's your name, sir? Benjamin. Benjamin, what oh. a lovely name. Hello, Benjamin. Everybody give a, a round of applause right for Benjamin. For Benjamin. <laughs> so, uh, Benjamin, how, how, how are you doing tonight? Uh, yeah, pretty good. So, uh, which, uh, what brought you here, huh? Um, I'm here on a date with a lady friend. Oh, wonderful! Oh, wonderful! My good, is it the Who one right like next to, to you? Date? Who doesn't like to laugh? What is what is your name, lady friend? Katrina. Katrina, mm, that's beautiful. That is a very wonderful. nice name. I already forgot your name, sir. It was Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin. You're so nervous, Dale. Uh, it's, uh, Benjamin and Katrina. So, how, how did you meet? Uh, we met on a dating app. Ooh. Now, you'll have to explain just uh, about 80 years back to us what that is. I think that's interesting. It's, uh, what, what, in, uh, uh, on such thing... That you used. <laughs> what? It's like a what, party. What? It's like a party line. You call the operator and you say, "Operator, police, put me on the party line." Thank you, thank you, June. What when 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 you received the description of Katrina? What was it that stood out to you? Um. <laughs> Definitely no wrong answers, <laughs> but also all wrong answers. Oh. Oh. Um. She has a nice face. Oh. That's wonderful. I would agree. Oh, my late husband told me, he always told me, you have a nice face. <laughs> that was that my is, favorite thing he used to say about me. That is the most basically nice thing you can say about a person. <laughs> Katrina, how did you feel about Benjamin? What, 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 what was going through your head? Um, I felt like we had similar interests. Oh, all right. What, what, nice. what are your That's interests, nice. huh? What, what, what was something in common? Well, we both rock climb. Oh, oh lovely. wonderful. I was thinking you've got really strong looking biceps. <laughs> yes. Wowie, wowie. I can't see his through his big manly shirt. <laughs> so, uh, do, you, do, you, do you often go rock climbing together? That's what we did on our first date. Oh, my goodness. Wonderful. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. I bet, uh, I bet that was a good time. Well, uh, how about we move on to somebody Absolutely. else? Well, thank you so much. If you could figure Any, out anybody else, any, for the world, anybody got a hand you want to put in the air so I don't have to call Wonderful. anybody thank out, you, put folks. anybody on the spot, oh, anybody? Oh, I'll come around here. I'll come, I'm coming around this way. How about you just plop yourself She's down next to June? She's been coming the bend. She's been coming around the bend. She's bringing the microphone cord with her now. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. What is your name? Kylan. Kyla? That's beautiful. That, that is a beautiful name. Yeah. Hello, Kyla. So, what? How? How? How you doing? Good. Where? Where are you? Where are you from, Kyla? Kyla? Am I saying your name wrong? 
Dale, you're doing you're doing just fine. What is the name? Kylan. 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 Where are you from, Kylan? Northern Virginia. Northern oh, Virginia. Really? Where there are many places in Northern Virginia. Alexa- Can we get specific? Alexandria. Wonderful. Alexandria. 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 Wonderful. Mm, that's very. There's a, a lot of traffic up there in Alexandria, isn't there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's What's your favorite thing about Alexandria? Um, it's faster than here. It's a little bit more diverse. Oh, are you saying Richmond's a very monotone city? We have our struggles. <laughs> what? Uh, who's your friend there? Uh, Emily. Emily. Hello, Hello Emily. Emily. How are you? Are you also from Northern Virginia? Uh, I'm from England. Oh. England. Well, very Northern that Virginia. That is. <laughs> Extra North. May Virginia I also add it. one of our greatest allies? Wow. Wonderful. England. England, ladies wonderful. and gentlemen. The things they're doing over so, uh, there. So, um, what's uh, how, what brought you to this wonderful, better country? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, work. <laughs> oh, what do you do? Well, my dad's work. Oh, your it's dad's work. work. Wonderful, okay, wonderful. so you don't. Are you unemployed? Okay, okay. She's, I'll, I'll like that. I'm sorry. She, That's fine. She's living her best life. Oh, it's fine. I. It, it was not meant in a. Fa- I'm sorry. I'm just. Dale. I'm, so, I'm hey, sorry. Dale. We can't all inherit a theater. That is true. Okay. Let me tell you. If your if if your uncle dies and leaves you a theater, say no. Oh, uh, I think you should count so your blessings. I, what? Uh, how? How did you two meet? We have class together. Oh, okay. What's what class? Several classes. Oh, study buddies. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite class that you have together? We are currently in Victorian literature together. Victorian literature. That sounds also British. <laughs> is it is it is it is Very is British. it? What's your favorite piece of Victorian literature? Both of you at the same time. <laughs> On the count of three, one, two, three. Lady Ollie's, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, look at that. We've got friends learning things now, about each other tonight. On, on stage for a debate. You debate your favorite one, and Can you, you debate your favorite one. Real quick, recite your favorite line <laughs> from the book you said that I didn't hear the title of. Okay, here well, we go. Well, this is from Wuthering Heights, but whatever our souls are made of, I know his is the same as mine. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, you said I killed you. Haunt me then. Oh wow! You said oh, I, I like killed both you. Of those very much. These like sound like terrible books. Dale, just because they know how to read, and I you think have a very uh, I'm going to go ahead and move on now. We got one minute to air, thank Dale. You, thank you. All right, uh, anybody? Let's get one more. Let's get one more quick oh my one. Oh goodness! Okay. Go ahead and just stick that mic in someone's face. Oh, uh, this guy. Hello, what's your name, sir? My name is Pete. Hi, Pete. Everybody, give a round of applause for Pete oh, for, for talking with us. Huh? So, Pete, you look like a really friendly guy. Do you got a lot of friends, Pete? Uh, I'd say a medium amount. Medium amount of friends. In your mind, what is a medium amount of friends? Ooh, good question. Ooh, how many? Count your closest friends right now. List them. List them, and also point at them if they're in the room. And then the ones who aren't your closest, point at them too. I would say I have 10 close friends. That's a good number. That's wonderful. That's a good number. That's wonderful. You know what you should tell them? Thank you for being a friend. At the end of the night, I go home to my goldfish. Oh, Dale? I mean, we have very wonderful, deep conversations. I'm sure you do. Um, So, uh, of of all of your favorite friends, Mm -hmm. um, tell tell me something... Well, what's your uh, <laughs> Dale? Thirty just, seconds, Dale. Give me, give me the name of your favorite friend. <laughs> oh, good, goody, goody. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like very, we got a chicken on our hands. All right. Oil. Well, you know what, Pete? I'd say that probably just makes you nicer. Oh, I think mm. I think he's right. You I know, think I, I think uh, look, everybody give a round of applause for, for nice Pete. Pete. Well, round of applause. Uh, 
somehow I made it through this. Dale, uh, I need you to wonderful. introduce the show. Uh, yeah, and I, and I, I believe uh, we're probably going to the air very soon. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and head up there. Enjoy yourselves. Give us give us plenty of wonderful energy, and uh, let's let's have a good time. All right, everybody. All right. 20 seconds. Thank you, Dale. 20 seconds. If you have anything to do, do it now. We go live in 20 seconds. Cass, take your stage. All right, we're going live in five, four. Cue that broadcast theme. He go two, one. The Coalition Broadcasting Company, in association with the McMickle Theater presents Coalition Radio Hour. Prepare to be thrilled, shocked, and awed by not one, but two jaw-dropping dramas. Up first this week on Coalition Radio Hour. Shake the greasy palm of New York City and find yourself in the thick of trouble with Detective Rocky Scotch in Scotch on the Rocks. A stab in the back, a turn of the screw, you swear you didn't do it, but all signs point to As Rocky Scotch and Arcade Clink as his assistant Brandy Neat. Tonight's episode Nice Face, Rock Climber. Scotch on the Rocks is recorded before a live studio audience. This city is dark. Sometimes I wish I could light it up and see all the dark corners. Or maybe if I could just climb to the top of the highest skyscraper and still see. Down into the dark corners of this dark city, I could solve all its problems, but I can't. I'm just one man, one man with one assistant, Brandy. Brandy, I need a, I need a drink. Hmm. <sighs> that wasn't a tough one, Brandy. I just. Oh, we're right away. Off at a real bad, real bad start here, Brandy. It's, it's going to be a long night. And I just need a drink to start me off. Oh, right away, Detective Scotch, right away. Okay, I feel like you're putting on a tone, which is fine. You're allowed to take any attitude you want to take. Oh, what kind of tone am I taking? What kind of attitude am I taking, Detective Scotch? Just, it just seems like you're kind of starting off with an antagonistic position, and uh, we have a, a lot of work to do tonight, and I just, okay, well, I guess I don't need a drink, um... I'm that sorry. was on pur- that was on purpose, detective. I could tell because you looked directly at me. <laughs> Is there something I did? Uh, it seems like you're harboring some kind of grudge. Maybe I'm not aware of doing anything. Well, first off, you didn't specify what kind of drink you wanted. Second of all, I just had a terrible date. You're dating. You're dating? Well, I thought I was. Not anymore, though. Okay, seems like the type of thing I should have known about. That's fine. Um, My personal life is my personal life, Detective Scotch. Okay. (laughs) I only have so many glasses, Brandy, so... Oh! Oh, they're your glasses now, Detective Scotch. Or did I go out to the store and buy them using my own hard-earned money? Okay. (laughs) 
That's three. Okay, it seems like you're hurting yourself then if you're just kind of breaking your own glasses. <sighs> Do you want to talk about your date? Well, I thought it was going well. We were rock climbing. Why would you do that? Because he suggested that we go rock climbing and I wanted to show him that I am powerful and I have strong arms and legs. Well, as it turns out, I have neither. The only thing I could produce was disappointment in myself and in my arms and legs. Who was that one directed at? Was that that one you? was that one was an accident. Oh. <laughs> As was that one. You know what? Oh God. <sighs> I guess you better hop on that phone, Brandy, if you can handle it. Oh, I can handle it, all right. Thank you for calling the office of. Yes, Detective hello. Hello, is this the office of Scotch? Thank you for calling the office of Detective Rocky Scotch. This yes, is hello. What can I do for you? Yeah, so I, I, I went out the other day. I went out earlier to go to the local quarry to get some rocks to build my outhouse with, you see. And, uh, <sighs> and I come home and some things are missing. Things are missing. Things are missing and things are just out of place and that's just not normal. I live alone and things shouldn't be missing. Nothing is in its right place. Rocks. Are you writing this down? Quarries. I'm typing it. These are a lot of big details. Yeah, What's a your lot. Name? My name is Brandy. Isn't that a little bit of a girl's name? Well, I get that a lot. I'm a girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're you're reporting stolen goods. Stolen goods, particularly one stolen good. Oh. You see, you see, Brandy, I've got a really nice face, and the reason I have such a good face. Grandma Joyce, face cream. And I come home. I come home from the quarry, and I see my face cream, and and all the cream scooped out. Oh, scooped out like with a spoon. Scooped or... out like with like greedy little hands that wanted my face cream that I inherited from Grandma Joyce. Wow, it seems like so much effort to scoop out face cream. <laughs> all I'm saying. Why did you're a detective, why don't you tell me? Well, I'm an assistant to the detective. The detective oh, you're not is, even the real detective. I'm just answering the phone. <laughs> detective Scotch. Can I please speak to your superior? Detective Scotch, the phone for you. Someone's in a in a mood right now. I think I know a couple people in a mood then. <clears throat> Hello, yes, this is Rocky Scotch Detective. I'm still on the line, you know. Oh, I know. Okay, um, how do I maintain an appropriate customer and client, client and service provider relationship while still not letting you walk all over me and my assistant, Brandy? Um, you don't get to tell us what to do, except you do specifically in a way... There's a specific way you get to tell us what to do, and that is in regards to solving a case, but not about the inner workings of the business on the, like, the office work of the business, you know? You can't be like, oh, you file the stuff and you do the other thing, okay? So, oh boy, um, uh, uh, Brandy, hang up. <clears throat> Just hang up. <clears throat> Before I hang up, may I get your first and last name, please? I forgot to ask that. You're not gonna hang up on me. I'm gonna hang up on you, you little Brandy. Oh, uh, yeah, my first name is, a uh, Cat. Cat? short for, uh, Okay. Makes sense. My, yeah, Nana Joyce named them after her own, so. Okay, okay. And last name? Cat Contact. Cataract Contact. <laughs> Why do you say it as if that's a fake name that I just made up on the spot? I am just, I'm just doing, I'm just taking notes. This is for documentation purposes. Can I please purposes. Speak to your superior? Oh, Detective Scotch, for you, I thought I hung up, but. 
Uh, hello, this is Rocky Scotch Detective. I don't like your assistant's attitude. Is this another woman or is this the same woman? <laughs> Missing face cream. What a cheeky case. Where could this be headed? We'll find out after these brief messages. I've got this friend. His name is Tex. Oh, Dale, hello. Hi. Oh, Hi. my goodness. Hi. Okay. I, was just, I was just talking about Tex. Hi. And I'm, I'm worried. What's wrong with Tex? I don't know. He's disappeared and he left a note. I would love to know where Tex is. He left, he left this note. Says I've gone to Northern Virginia. Why on earth would he go to Northern Virginia? I don't know. What? I mean, I guess was central. It seems a little bit uh, strange to point out specifically the northern part of Virginia. I don't say I'm from Central Virginia. I'm just from Richmond. Exactly. It's very vague. There's so many places in Northern Virginia. And then he wrote under it, "That's right, Northern Virginia," and he underlined "Northern" eight times. Oh, I hate him! I hate him! You and me both, June. It's just, where's he gone? And I don't know what that world is like, and when will he come back? You know, maybe we're better off without him. I seem to be handling this just fine tonight. You are, you are, wonderfully, wonderfully, wonderfully. Dale, you gotta plug something. This is a commercial. Oh, um... Uh, car oil. Car oil. Car oil. Thank you. Yeah, anywhere in Northern Virginia. Okay. All, car all oil. right. One dollar. Oh, you have to get back up here. Now back to our story. Miss Cataract Contact Track. Oh, God, there's no solution in sight. Ay, ay, ay. Here we go. Back to Scotch on the rocks. Oh, Heathcliff. Yes, hello. We got uh, two hours until our flight. I can't wait to bring this face cream back to the queen. Oh, yeah. I scooped it out with my own hands, and I haven't taken it off since. You scooped it off with your hands? I scooped it out with my own hands. With I'm your hands, you... With my hands. You dumb, dumb. Jeez, oh. you know I didn't go to Cambridge like you. You know I'm not quite as smart as you. Yeah, you know me straight from the Bronx right to Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that we became pen pals and then thieving buddies together. Mm. Oh, boy, those were the days. How much do you think the queen's going to pay us for this crane? Well, I don't need any payment except to touch the queen's cheeks with my two hands covered in face cream. <sighs> it's going to be hot. I'm telling you, though. Why did you have to use your own hands? They're going to be able to track us now. Because I didn't have a spoon. Haven't you heard of fingerprints? I didn't bring my spoon. They have spoons here. <laughs> I know, but I didn't bring my spoon from the Holiday Inn. Well, you could have found another spoon. Where else would you find a spoon other than the Holiday Inn breakfast bar? The kitchen! <laughs> Don't hit me, James. You know how sensitive my skin is. I bruise like a melon. That's for your stupidity, Heathcliff. <laughs> and another for James. your mother. James, don't make me punch my mother again when I go home. That was just a figure of speech. How would you dare do that? Every time you punch me and say that figure of speech, I think that you want me to go home and punch my mother. Absolutely not. Oh, man, I owe her like 17 apologies. Okay, well. <laughs> Heathcliff. James. Heathcliff, we just wasted 20 minutes. We gotta get to our flight. Okay, but can you hold my bags because my hands are covered in face cream? Okay, fine. Do I look like you? Okay. Ow! <laughs> yes, I will, but I... <laughs> but you're not happy about I'm it. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, across town at the residence of one cat contact. Well, here's the, uh, here's the container that used to hold face cream. Keyword, used to. You know, this just makes me wonder... Why didn't the thief just steal the container without scooping the face cream? You know what? I'm putting too much thought into this, yeah, Detective Brandy, Scotch. you're not the detective, so why don't you let me do all right, the detective All right, Detective, I'll so let you detect. I've been wondering is why didn't the thief steal the container and not 
just scoop it out with their hands. That's a really fascinating original thought. You must be a good detective. Thank you very much, Ms. Contact. Um, wait a second. Brandy, bring out my fingerprint kit. <laughs> the kit for, you know, getting fingerprints off. I of know things. what it is, Detective Scotch. It was my idea to get a fingerprint thing. Here you go. I think I see a perfectly preserved fingerprint in the lotion, hand cream, face cream. It looks like whoever this thief was very carefully placed their thumb into the hand cream and then removed it. So you can find out what thief took my face cream from Nana Joyce. Uh, maybe. We, they'd have to be in the database already. Um, if so if they're like, they don't have any priors, we wouldn't have them. If they're not mm. from the area, they wouldn't be in the database. I'm not even sure database isn't a time-appropriate term to use. And if this, is, if this is their first time crime, what do you plan on doing, Scotch? Okay, Ms. Contact, um, I'll think of something else. Oh, the man that I went on a date with really liked face cream. I'm sure there's no there's no connection there. Sorry, His the name man was, you went on a date with liked face cream? Yeah. He, that's talking? all he talked about while we were <laughs> rock climbing, you know. While he got to the top of the cliff, he said things like, Oh, I can't wait to get home to my face cream. And, wow, my face is really dry right now. It seems a little weird that it's dry, considering I'm exerting so much energy. But it's dry. I wish I could use some face cream with this. His name was Heathcliff, and he was a nice man. But again, like I said, probably no connection. Randy, <sighs> I don't want to alarm you, but I've had a detective thought. <laughs> a detective thought? <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hear it, then. I think there might be a connection between your, I don't want to say boyfriend, um, oh, date. Uh, we're just hanging whatever. out. We're just hanging out. That's fine. I, you know, I'm not trying to force you to place any labels on whatever's going or not going on, but why don't you invite us around uh, to Heathcliff's place? All right. I have his address, his home address, and his keys to his apartment. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Will they figure out who this finger-creamy person is? It's got to be somebody. <laughs> Don't be fooled by the smarts that Heathcliff's got. James is still Cambridge from the Bronx. We'll be back after these commercials. And I repeat, commercials, Dale. Oh, um, uh, uh, Wilmington's face cream. Uh, it's, uh, $7. And 50 cents. Wonderful. And um, I put it on my face every night. I was just gonna say, as I was running down here, and the light came up on your face, it, it had a, a sort of special glow wow. I haven't really ever noticed before. Oh, wow, thank you. It's been so sallow and dry since Texla. I could agree. And, um, but I really appreciate that. You know, I, I, stick, to, I stick to a routine. You know, I, I, I wanted to tell you that, uh, that you... You do generally look just more put together recently. Wow. Thank you. It's like, um, you, you, you seem to have obtained a kind of, you know, a, a bright energy. Oh my gosh. So, like, like you, you feel like living again. I was, oh my gosh, I was thinking the same thing. The other morning I woke up and I wasn't screaming and I thought, maybe I want to live again. That's beautiful. I, I, you know, it's just one of those mornings every once in a while. You know, I, you know really... I, ever since I, um, you know, I took on this theater uh -huh. against my better judgment. We know, yes. I could, I could tell you that, um, you know, I, I, I do still wake up in cold sweats, um, just kind of punching the air. I have been there. Imagining my uncle's face in the darkness. Yes. Um, Come back, Dale. Come back. No, uh, we're getting through something. Right, uh, all, all I, what I'm trying to say is that uh, maybe all I need is some cream. That's, that's some, it. Some that's cream for the it. face. A cold cream. $7.50. 50 cents.
Lotion headed for the face of British royalty? God save the cream. Now back to Scotch on the Rocks. Brandy, uh, I guess you should knock on the door. It's your acquaintance. Uh, need I remind you I have the keys so I can just let myself in. Whatever you want But you're right, you're right. It's probably rude just to waltz into somebody's home. Oh, Brandy, it's so nice to see you again. Oh, Heathcliff, hello there. Yeah, I haven't seen you since you ran off away from the rock wall crying. I need, I need a moment. I'll give you a hug. Oh. Brandy, where did you get that? I brought it with me from the office. I had a feeling that I, w- I would need to shatter another glass, so I, I brought it with me. So Heathcliff? Brandy. I'd like to introduce you to our client. Yes, hi, my name's Kat. Contact. Oh, hello. It's so nice to meet you. What are you doing here? I think you have something of mine. Hey, Heathcliff, I got the cream. You ready to go? Oh, James, help. Oh, Oh, shoot. Cream, you say? Well, 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 well. Yeah, uh, cream chowder. That kind of cream. I'd actually love some, if you don't mind. We haven't had a chance to eat because Brandy broke all the dishes. All day. I didn't eat breakfast today. I woke up in cold sweats and punched the air. Well, sure, I'd be. I'd uh, love to make you some fresh cream chowder. I'll be right Is it back. It's clam. <laughs> Surprise. Good. So, uh, Brandy and uh, Heathcliff, how'd you meet? <sighs> well, I called four one one and said I'd like a date, please. <sighs> what he said. <sighs> I brought that one as backup, and I'm glad I did because I don't know what I would have done if I didn't bring it with me. No, I don't want to poke my nose in where it's unwanted, even though it is my job. But I'm having a bit of a detective's thought that. Uh, oh, a detective thought, Detective Scotch. That there's some unresolved tension between you two. Why would you say that? Why would you, why ever would you say that, Detective Scotch? Nothing unusual happened on that rock wall. Nothing, nothing weird, nothing weird. All, all, all Heathcliff was talking about was his face cream. Just, just face cream. I have, I have an affinity for it. And, and cream in my soup and okay, belly. Hey, who wants fresh cream chowder? Oh, thank God. All right, just what the doctor ordered. Now can we come in or do we have to eat in the doorway? Well, it's a, it's a special kind of experience. I'm going to blindfold you while you eat. Ooh, I love it. I'll use all my detective senses to figure out whatever still. And I'll just pretend I'm asleep. That's what I want to do anyway, is sleep. Jesus, bud, get a grip. <laughs> Don't fall asleep again, Brandy. Not like you did on the rock wall. Oh, I said too much. Why'd you have to bring that up in front of my boss? Why'd you have to bring that up in front of my boss, Heathcliff? Should I wait outside? It seems like this is kind of a something you two need to work through personally and then afterward. That one was by accident. I didn't realize I had brought that one. I don't know. I don't know, Miss Contact. Tell, tell me what you think. Just say I've been here the whole time listening, and I just need to say that something doesn't smell right. In in general, or uh, literally, something does not smell right. If this is cream clam chowder soup, why don't I smell fish? Oh well, that's because uh, it's uh, it's, uh, 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 it smells like rose hibiscus, kind of like oh. my Nana Joyce. Oh well, that's uh, it's a fancy kind of clam. It's a real fancy, right off the coast. Yes, the clams that grow rosebuds on them. I thought that was smart to say, don't hurt me. Heathcliff, you're blowing it. They're going to eat it. Wait, sidebar, you're going to have them eat the cream I was going to rub on the sweet, sweet cheeks of Queen Elizabeth? You make a fair point. How could I be so stupid? Did you want us to not listen to this part? Or? Yeah. I'm, 
we we've pretty much just been standing here this whole time. Um, I know you blindfolded us, but we can still hear totally fine. Yeah, you should have earfolded us. Oh, I'm sorry. I just you know having a Cambridge education, I just don't think too much. James, this one's on you, and for that, I'm going to be the one to hit you this time. Well, why are you gonna hit me? Oh. Oh. One for you, one for your mother, one for your brother. Oh, Heathcliff, so strong. Okay, Brandy, I am going to kind of step in a little bit and say that's a little troubling that that's kind of flaring up for you in a positive way. <sighs> You're right, Detective Scott. Put Scotch. the glass down. I can see you reaching. It's not, these, aren't, these are not yours or my glasses. We're in someone else's home. <sighs> They look so much like the glasses that I bought. Place it down gently without breaking it. All right. Let's see what that sounds. Okay. Uh, okay, still pretty good. Uh, excuse me. Uh, if I may, I don't mean to uh, intrude, but I, I can tell that you're having a hard time, miss. Is it, uh, is it Bandy? Brandy. Yes, it's Brandy. And I am having a very hard time. Because... Well, because, because sometimes you wake up and you think your maybe potential boyfriend, not really just friend that you're hanging out with a lot, you, you think that, that he'll be there right next to you when you wake up, but he's not, and then you fall asleep and you have a nightmare and you wake up in cold sweats and you just get so mad that you scream into your pillow, Heathcliff! Heathcliff, where did you go? I'm right here. Heathcliff, you know what I think. What? You know what I think, Heathcliff. I think you're, I think you're one of the culprits. I think you're one of the culprits to to this crime. What you say that, Brandy? Brandy, that's definitely the case. We, we for sure that is the case, and we're gonna arrest these two. So if you have any personal baggage you need to unload between the two of you, now's the time. You gave me your keys. You told me where you lived. You knew what I did. Did you want me to catch you? Did you want me to catch you, Heathcliff? I just, I just wanted to be caught, Brandy. I just, I've never met someone who has such a, uh, such a distaste for glassware as I do. I can't believe you didn't feel me punching you there. Oh, no, I did, but I'm just so numb from James punching me all the time that I have no reaction anymore. Well, I think Detective Scotch has something to say to you and your, and your partner in crime. You disgust me, but also, if you get out of jail, we should go out sometime. <laughs> I'd like that. I'm drawing a little heart in the glass that I'm holding. <laughs> Another crime solved. Fancy cream into clam chowder? Well, that's just shellfish. Take it away with final thoughts from the one and only Rocky Scotch. You know, they say uh, you can find love but love can't find you. But what if you're trying to run away from love and love's hot on your heels? Or what if love's running away from you and you're chasing after it? Or what if, what if like you and love are both running in different directions, but then you run into each other anyway? This metaphor really got away from me, but uh, love is hard, especially in the city. <laughs> because sometimes, you know, the world's just too cruel. In the city. <laughs> this world is cruel. There's only one cure Breaking a glass
And we are off the air. Five minute intermission. All right, this is Arcade Clink here. If you like what you're hearing, you might want to check us out in real life. Coalition Radio Hour is made possible by and recorded at the Coalition Theater in Richmond, Virginia. Come check out live shows Wednesday through Saturday every week. Take classes in improv, stand-up, sketch writing, and more. Or just hang out with a really warm and accepting community of fun people. The Coalition Theater is a non-profit organization that relies on the support and generosity of our community. If you'd consider pitching in, it would be endlessly appreciated. You can learn more at rvacomedy.com donate. Keep up to date on our shows at rvacomedy.com shows. You can also check us out on Instagram at rvacomedy or look up the Coalition Theater on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Welcome back. To the Coalition Radio Hour. Up next, take to the untamed plains of Whitetail, Wyoming with Sheriff Prairie Wild in Wild Frontier. Well, howdy there, partner. Welcome to Whitetail. A mostly quiet town sitting right on the edge of the Wyoming frontier. But in the Wild West, even small towns aren't free of danger. That's where Sheriff Prairie Wild comes in. Now, if you'll go and find yourself in trouble, Prairie will be there on the double. She'll protect your neck, no need to cut her a check. That's Prairie Wild. Prairie, Prairie Wild. Some say she's got no mother, she's a frontiers child. We did it. Starring Marion Thornhill as Sheriff Prairie Wild. Tonight's episode My Ten Victorian Friends. Now don't get too close, molasses. Don't get too close to the edge. Now you see here this rock that we're standing under? Well, you do, don't you? You got a pretty face with some pretty eyes, molasses. I'd even go as far to say as the prettiest horse face in all of Wyoming. Someone should put you in a book. I know. Well, I would like to just go on to what we're, you know, standing on right here. It's a very sacred ground. You know, you see here this rock, and you might think, oh... What a hard surface. What a terrible thing to stand on. I'm hurting my feet. Right? Are you hurting your feet too, molasses? Well, yeah, I'll have to give you one. Yeah. I'm hurting my feet too. These dogs are barking. I know. But molasses, looks can be deceiving. Because you know what's under this here rock? It's a foundation <laughs> of the love of the land. Yeah, and a creek. An underwater creek. Which just goes to show, molasses, that you never know what's beneath the surface. So you shouldn't be so... M- molasses, can I finish? Okay, well, can you just wait? You always do this. Molasses. Don't give me that look, molasses. Now, I'm sorry to interrupt, Sheriff. Uh, <laughs> sorry, molasses. Very sorry. I can see y'all are having a conversation of sorts. Um, well, it's no problem at all, Mr. Smitherton. It's just, uh, well, there's a little bit of a kerfuffle down at the old schoolhouse, and... Um, Seeing as you're the sheriff, mm-hmm. I thought maybe uh, you could come and lend your hands. Um, I don't want to say too much because it's a little indelicate, but let's oh. just say some of the visiting students aren't um, acclimating. Okay. I hear what you're saying, and you're heard. So okay. I will accept your offer 
and I will go willingly to help you. Well, all right. Um, that'd be great. Uh, you know where it is, right? Oh, yeah. Just hang a left at that, that tree right there that looks kind of like that old man that just recently died a few weeks ago. <laughs> Molasses, that is rude. Don't say that. You know? Oh, molasses. Now that's just uncalled for and ugly behavior. I, I can I'm take sorry. a hint. I can leave. Uh, well, we'll be right on your heels. Don't you worry. Sorry for interrupting, molasses. I've never. A short while later at the schoolhouse. God dang it, Cletus. God dang it. I wish I could grow up. I wish I could be real old and out of this schoolhouse. You know what I'm saying? Not me, bingo. I love it. Uh, all right, Cletus, you don't have to disagree with me immediately. No, I mean, what you're saying is true for you. It's just not true for me. Will you dumb boy shut up? You're interrupting my coloring time. <sighs> Real sorry there, miss. Uh, miss. Miss, I'm eight years old. Oh, sorry, missus. Sorry, missus. Thank you. <sighs> you know, I just want to see the world, you know. I want to I get on my high horse and... And gallop all the way across this great land, you know what I mean? Bingo, you're a real old soul. Yeah, I'm only eight years old, but in my head, I'm 18 years old. Say, Mrs. Sally? What? What do you think about the rest of the world? Well, I think the rest of the world is stupid. Just like you and your dumb friend, Bingo. Wow. There's no world other than this world. Texas. <laughs> right? Good old, <laughs> good old Texas, you know. Good old Texas, Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. never been outside the borders of Texas, Wyoming. Oh, I'd love to be outside the borders of Texas, Wyoming. You know, it's so I... small, I've never even seen it on a map. No, oh, here comes that horse again. Oh, man, should we untie the teacher before anybody else comes in here? No, just close the closet door. I'm sure they won't notice. Well, hello, children. Uh, hello, children. How y'all doing today? Normal. I'm actually doing quite terrible if you're asking for real and not Why exchanging pleasantries. Well, I heard that there was a bit of kerfuffle down here at the schoolhouse, and seeing as as I rolled up, y'all look good. Your faces are longer than this here molasses's horse face. <laughs> I think there might be something wrong here. Oh, was that Mr. Smitherton again looking at us and thinking that we're arguing? We're always arguing, Mr. Smitherton. Why do you have to go report us? Yeah, adults are always sticking their nose in where they ain't wanted, just like our teacher. That's why we tied her, tired of her talking to us. Shut up, teacher. Yeah, shut up, teacher. Wait, shh. We didn't, we didn't lock up the teacher. We didn't tie the teacher and lock her in the closet. Nope. Oh, well, I'm sure glad you didn't. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you that hungry? Why are you making that noise, molasses? God dang it, I think. Cletus, I, I think that horse is going gonna, is gonna to give us away. <laughs> oh my God, the horse knocked on the closet door. <laughs> What is it? Well, you want me to open that door? Nah, you don't want to do that. Don't do it. Well, I Horse agree. Up. I think that we have some issues here that we should work out before I open any sort of doors, you know? <laughs> like I always say, you know, before you open any doors or any windows of your life, someone just make sure that the room that you're currently in is serving you well. Someone just rang. We're making sure that we're getting served well. I'll go get the door. Oh, hey! Oh, if it isn't Mr. Smitherton here to ruin our fun once again. Yeah, this is what I sounded like before. Dad, what are you doing here? I was just checking in to see if you guys had untied the teacher yet. Dad, shh, shut shh, up. Shh, you know shh. I look less cool when you come to class. Now, you all keep talking about tying up a teacher, and I haven't seen the teacher here, um, but I'm still not sure if there's a teacher tied up. Me neither. Boy, whiz howdy. I guess that's the act one cliffhanger. 
In this show, my 10 Victorian friends. At best, I've seen three. Four if you count the teacher, which we haven't heard yet, and five if you count the guy that came to the door. We'll find out who the other six to four to eight are after these commercial breaks. Uh, uh, Mr. McMickle, um, we've got an yes. update yes. from the war. Oh, that's good. This is uh, just a couple this things. This is all great. Is this a commercial? I believe so. It's a war update. Okay, let me get to the pot. Hold on. It's Who's going to pay us for a war update? Oh, God. We do one every week. I'm sorry. I'm just tired. Okay, here's something from the boys uh, uh, overseas. Um, they've gone into the southern hills of Germany. Mm. Why don't you read the next part? The it's southern. very exciting. And uh, they're, wow. they're camping out. Uh-huh. Um, there has not been a lot of action. Well, I mean, that means they're all probably healthy. That's wonderful. That's nice. I like that. That's really good. Um, And uh, Thomas, Thomas, what is it? How do you say that? Uh, Gregumson. Thomas Gregumson would like to say, uh, hello, Mom. I love you. I'm I'm doing fine. Oh, my. That's wonderful. That's really sweet, Thomas. I hope you're hearing this. Great commercial, guys. Great commercial. Thank you. you. Wonderful. And now, back to the completely logical happenings in the schoolhouse of Texas, Wyoming. (laughs) Molasses. Okay. I've had enough of you pawing at that door. I want you just to go ahead and open it, okay? Well, oh my stars. Well. Okay, yes, that's the teacher. There sure yes, is. the teacher's yeah, we tied were, up. We, we <laughs> now, when you said that you tied the teacher up, never in a million years would I have thought, boy, they tied a teacher up. Yeah, no, we were being honest the whole time. We were, we weren't being sarcastic or anything. We were just being oh, completely Don't take the duct tape off. Her voice that. is annoying. Well, I sure am gonna take her tape off. No. Here, Mrs. Peterson, I'm real sorry about that. It's all right. <laughs> Ugh, so annoying. Oh, God. Just well, listen to her. Oh, gosh, she teaches us with that awful voice. Gross. All I want is your love, children. No. No. Children. And I teach and I teach, and all you do is abuse and put duct tape over my mouth. The other five or so kids couldn't even stand it and went home. Yeah, there were ten. There, there were ten of us, and then uh, all that's left is uh, however many that's left of us. And we happen to live in the neighborhood Victoria. Yeah. So anyway, that's all tied up. Get over it. Hey, 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 Mrs. Sally, why don't you tell us your thoughts on this? Well, I think that we need to tie the teacher back up because she stinks, and. Also, that horse is stupid. I'm going to kick it. Well, just hang on just one second. I no, will... I can't hang on. I'm an angry child with anger management issues, and I cannot control my leg when I say it's going to kick something. I will not have you kick my horse. I will kick your horse. My horse will kick you back. We're all having emotions. We're all having emotions for the first time, and you can't stop us. I would only lightly tap a horse when I'm out on an adventure when I grow up. I will lightly tap the back of it as I'm riding off into the sunset on another adventure. That's the only that's the only time I would ever do more than lightly tap a horse is to make it go faster. That's the only so, Are you okay? Is there something going on that you need to talk about? I just want to get out of here. Bingo, shut up. I hate you. You're so cute. Thank you. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? I, oh, jeez, I thought you, Mrs. Stella, was the cute one. I am the cute one, but so is Bingo. We got ourselves a classic triangle of confused childhood emotions. And it's an equilateral triangle, if you all remember math class. God, shut up! No, just solve for, ah. X, solve for X already. Ugh. Okay. I see what's going on here. It took me a minute. All right. 
but no I one see. could blame you. <laughs> just just lay it out so we all okay. understand. I Sharon. see here plain as day is Prairie, Wyoming, Texas. Y'all are in love. Okay. Boys are stupid. Like, they smell bad. I'm going to kick your horse. Hey, first love is a very... <laughs> molasses. Would you stop it with that? Now, molasses, that's ugly. Now, as I was trying to say, first love is a very exciting but confusing time. Things may be happening to your body and you're thinking, Whoa! What's going on there? <laughs> I've never felt that before. But I want y'all to know that's totally normal. And y'all have nothing to be ashamed of. Your bodies are beautiful. Everyone's got one. <laughs> Prairie? Yeah? Is it normal if sometimes I just like to press up against the wall and just like the pressure feels good and I don't understand it. Sometimes I like to take handfuls of sand and, and just 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 what? Just 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 feel it. Just Is that normal? Well, um I myself have never come across that, but you know, to each their own. As you grow older, you'll come across many different kinds of people into many weird things. Sometimes I climb a tree a little bit so that I can fall down on like the lowest branch, but not from too far, but when you land on the branch in just the right way, something happens and I don't really know. Yeah, I've done that too. Now, children, I think that you know, there's a lot of anger and confusion because you don't understand what you're feeling, okay? But I want y'all to remember to be nice to each other. Because again, some really crazy shit's going on. One time I came home and my parents were fighting or I thought they were fighting. They were kind of wrestling and, and they yelled at me but I didn't know why because I wasn't fighting them but they, they were like, you got to get out. And I was like, okay, I got out. And they were, they were loud. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this talk on childhood sexuality sure has hit some wuthering lows. We'll be back after these commercials. Oh, Dale, hi. Um, I've been meaning to ask you something. Yeah? Uh, since you mentioned uh, the uh, glow of my independence, yes. um, I'm looking for someone new to date. Mm. And um, I just, I'm not I'm, quite sure where to go. And I don't really have much of a backlog. And I'm, um, no one in, um, your, in your book? No, I'm, you know, I'm, like I said, I... I just mostly talk to my goldfish. I I know, and that's fine. I you know, I, it's it, this theater's a lot. You know, it's a lot. I come here, I got to talk to a lot of people, got to do a lot of stuff that I don't even feel like doing. And uh, when I go home at the end of the day, I just you know, I want to be able to talk and not have anybody say anything back. Oh, I I understand. I'm just I'm looking for someone who will say something back. <laughs> and uh, well, I don't I'll, know. Uh, someone could. You know, the right direction. I actually heard um, that there is a, a there's a phone number you can call now. Okay. Yeah. They, so you call four one one. Okay. And then and then you say, please connect me with Hot Love now. Oh my. Okay, that seems easy. Yeah, and uh, from what I understand, they'll read you descriptions of the person. Wonderful. Yeah, and you get, uh, that's pretty much all you get. Just a single paragraph. Uh -huh. uh, they'll, you know, you get eye color, you get face shape, sure. uh, you get, uh, I don't know, religion, like, yeah, age. Tell me their religion. Um, well, of, of course, they're, they're Catholic. Methodist, they are out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll work for you. Oh, boy. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, look at that. You know, I started. We started this, and I didn't think I was gonna be able to tell you anything. Oh, you know, I, I finally feel like I, I'm a little bit helpful. You are. <laughs> this feels good. You are. Oh, that's wonderful, Daniel. You're doing it. You're doing it, Daniel. 
Thank you for that quote-unquote commercial. Now, back to my ten Victorian friends. They were all accounted for. Just wait till they all make their appearances in this, the finale of Prairie Wild. Now, children, do y'all feel a little bit better about yourselves now that we've talked it out? Can you repeat most of what you said? I got lost at the part about... uh, I got lost the moment you started. I have a crush on Bingo because his voice is deeper than most eight-year-old boys. (laughs) And exactly my point. You're right at the age where, you know, things are happening, things are getting all mumble-jumble downstairs, and, you know... (laughs) It's fine. It's totally normal. Okay? Be proud of your bodies. My voice hasn't even started cracking yet. This is me pre-puberty. Okay. Well, you know, good luck. I'm not even sure what be proud of your body means. Like, I have a body, so what? What's the big whoop-do? Well, you know... As you get older, sometimes you think, oh, man, I probably should look this way or I should look that way. Oh, no, there's a way you're supposed to look? (laughs) (laughs) Oh! I just look... I just look in the direction that my face is pointing. Again, good luck. Straight ahead. Now, yes, it's true. Sometimes as you get older, you're going to see, oh, maybe I should... Look this way or that way, because you're going to see things on the billboards with the uh, dust blowing in the wind. And you're going to think, oh, gee, I should have a beard like that, or I should have ankles like that. or Prairie, what's wrong with my ankles? God, nothing is wrong with your ankles. Everyone's ankles are beautiful and perfect, okay? What I'm trying to say is don't ever be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. I didn't know I should be self-conscious about my ankles until just now. You should not be self-conscious of your gosh darn ankles. Molasses! Sheriff Wild. Yeah. That was a really great message, and I I really appreciate it. But we've been here for 12 hours now, and the school (laughs) day's about to start. So all the other students are about to show up. They might not, though. <laughs> they, maybe not. Maybe not. You know. Who's to say, really? Oh, and then all the other students showed up. <laughs> oh boy, all the oh, other yay, students. We're here. I'm a, I'm a child. Oh. I'm so scared oh. of all my class <laughs> students. <laughs> Please don't tie me up again. Hey, and I'm here too. I'm the class clown. <laughs> We were all exploring each other's bodies. <laughs> what were you nerds doing? Well, <laughs> we uh, were talking about it. You know, we are talking about bodies and changes. And I learned there's something wrong with mine. There's nothing wrong. Okay, you know, gosh darn it. And as the sun crested the horizon, Sheriff Wilde gave her final thoughts on bodies and children. Oh, well, molasses. Oh, I've been awake for 72 hours. Well, I did my best today. I tried to teach the children what I wish I had known as a young girl. Growing up, I always thought that my chin was too big, and my nose was too big, and my feet were too big. And that's because everyone told me that every single day of my life, including my parents, and my grandparents, and my aunt, and my uncle, and the neighbors down the street, and a man that I just crossed one time on the street. He said, man, you got a big chin, and big nose, and big feet. I cried for two years. I did, molasses. But then I found you. You know what, molasses? It was you that taught me to love yourself, to be proud of yourself and your body and all its weird shit. Because at the end of the day, it's the only one you got. (laughs) 
Y'all ready to join in on this one? off the air 15 minutes ago because someone said shit and the FCC took us down. Well, this is June Schoolnick here. I just wanted to let you know, Coalition Radio Hour is created by Zane Adix and Adam Stackhouse. This episode was produced by Zane Adix and recorded at the Coalition Theater with the help of Adam Stackhouse and the AV Adventure. If you're in need of video production or help with elaborate interactive events, you can check them out at theavadventure.com. This episode's cast included Dustin Coriel as Tag Taylor, Catherine Schmidt as Marion Thornhill, Daniel Falaka as Arcade Clink, Moore Mazarowski as Peggy Jenkins, Zane Adix as your host and showrunner Dale McMickle, Adam Stackhouse as Bumper Pun Master Alexa. Me, Ebby Shova, as me, songstress June Schoolnick, and Hiko Zoo improvising on the piano. All drama theme songs are composed by Dave Robbins. Design and photography by Kira Rooker. Check us out at coalitionradiohour.com or look up Coalition Radio Hour on Facebook for updates on our next live shows. Thanks for listening. <laughs>